0: Um, So I'm going to share two projects with you now. Um, The first project I'm going to share is a project called A Late Anthology of Early Music, Volume One, Ancient to Renaissance. (laughs) So um, I did my composition doctorate in America. And one of the things that's great about doing a doctorate in America is they have you teach a lot of classes and it sort of trains you into teaching, and it's good because you get to teach the things that the professors really don't want to teach, like the history of Western music. Um, One of the reasons that the professors really don't want to teach the classes on the history of Western music is that you have to start in September in ancient Greece and end up in June today, which is rather rapid, and particularly in the first term, you have to go from ancient Greece to 1600 so like it's a you're going about literally a 100 years per hour um, with the students so the students you know it's mostly vocal music uh, because it's the music that people could afford to write down so therefore it's church music it tends to be for voices not a huge amount of music for instruments and the one thing that all of the textbooks do is really encourage you to sort of get this clear narrative across which is sort of, you forget Greece, just don't deal with that, sorry, Sophie, because it's too complicated. It's like a very complicated uh, sort of side issue. Um, Instead, we start with Gregorian chant, you know because that's pretty clear and it's just one person or one melody at a time one note at a time and then sort of you have this really clear narrative that western music with a capital w unfolds gloriously from playing chants through organum to motets to polyphony and so that's sort of the framework that you give the students to hold on to so, having done this, I'm taught this class, MU212 and MU213 <laughs> and MU214, for, for many years of my life, and having that music in my head, um, you know, that's sort of something that's been there in the back, uh, you know, I've been struggling with uh, through the years. Um, so cut forward to sort of away from my time teaching um, unwilling undergrads about my show. Um, I, in the last few years I've become very interested in machine learning. Um, machine learning is sort of used interchangeably with the term artificial intelligence today because the sort of AI that's being done today is machine learning. Um, so they sort of, if I use those two terms, we're sort of using them interchangeably even though there are other types of artificial intelligence. Um, but I have been doing lots of projects um, to do with AI and I have been collaborating with Databots, which is a pair of two guys, CJ and Zach, who've done a bunch of really interesting projects. They have an uh, eternal death metal um, stream on YouTube that's like a, an AI generated technical death metal just forever um, live stream that's happening all the time. They have lots of other cool projects. But I gave them a lot of recordings of my voice, of acapella recordings of my voice, of me improvising, and um, they trained their network on these recordings. And then they sent me back 841 files. And these 841 files were organized into 40 different generations. So right from the very first generation where the system barely knows what it's doing, right through to when it's really trained really, really well and has an idea of what it's doing. Um so I thought this was pretty interesting because 40 generations of, of humans um, is roughly 1,200 years, and that's the amount of history that I had to cover in the first term <laughs> of my music history class. So I thought, what if I sort of take these sort of evolution, this sort of evolution of a machine, a neural network, like an intelligence that's not the same as humans, learning to replicate my voice, and I map this on to Western music history, and, and I sort of use... Western music history is a filter to listen to machine learning and machine learning is a filter to listen to Western music history. And I come up with a sort of a, a, a cover album of the greatest hits of Western music. So this, that, hence the album, A Late Anthology of Early Music, um, which will be released uh, next month. Um, so I'm going to play you some examples from this. Um, So the first one I'd like to play is um, anonymous Gregorian chant. It's the (laughs) introit puernatus es nobis from the mass for Christmas Day. A child is born to us, a son is given, sing to the Lord of wonderful things. I'll just play a clip. Made with the very first sound file that came out of the system, which was these sort of long warbling notes, um, you're going to hear lots of artifacts within the sound because what the, the artificial intelligence system is basically doing is taking white noise and carving away everything it doesn't want mm-hmm. and to, to make the sound that it wants with my voice, but it's leaving bits by mistake, so that's why there's these mm-hmm. sort of artifacts. So then we move on to um, a famous troubadour song, Adam de la uh, Robin. Robin's ma'am, ma'am. I, I don't have very good, where's Juliet? I don't have good French. When I, I always think, because I was in France with Juliet and she could order food really well. So I'm like <laughs> looking at her to save me. Robin's, Robin's ma'am. Um, it translates it Robin loves me, Robin has me, Robin asked for me, and he will have me. That's real. Like, this is from about 1282. <laughs> Thank you. To uh, Jacob Arcadalt, El Bianco, El Dolce Cigno, which is a, a madrigal, the gentle white swan singing dies, and I weeping approach the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like 600 files into the 841 file, so it's starting to sound a little bit like a human at least I think it is um, which maybe says a lot about my listening habits but I can start to sort of see some of these things appear so the last clip I'm going to play you is something which um, which friends of mine who are early music fans claim really does sound like the original um, this is John Dowland's uh, Flow My Tears from 1596 <laughs> you. <laughs> just a brief um, glimpse at the history of Western music through the lens of machine learning. Um, I should say, while I'm really glad you're all laughing, that makes me very happy. Um, When I do this, I, I do do it completely seriously in that I do sort of think this is a way to think about why we write history, how we write history, who we choose to represent, who we choose not to represent. In doing this research, I sort of really decided I can't try and make anything sound cool. I just have to have the concept and, like, get what I'm given by this by this idea. So, you know, I got really used to this harsh sound world. Mastering it was quite interesting, um, you know, and sort of listening to it and listening to these whistles that appeared and the whistles went away and then they came back like a rash, you know, within the <laughs> sound files and stuff. So it sort of, it, it, was, it was an interesting project for me because in looking online and in trying to find MIDI versions of all of these works, I got to see very clearly what people listen to, what they don't listen to, what they think is worth having online in an archive, what they think is worth converting to MIDI, what they think is worth having a PDF of on imslp.org and things like this. So it sort of taught me uh, this sort of nuts and bolts attitude to looking at how music history is represented online so so it's it's sort of in that in that um in that sort of In that sort of vein, it gave me this sort of deep understanding of like how early music functions, if people want to get hold of a score, if they want to get hold of a MIDI file, Um, because almost all of the music that's represented, there's just basically nothing out there by women to begin with. And there's very little out there by people that aren't Western composers. So you sort of see that very, very clearly when you're rummaging around on these archives um, and things like that. So, um, if you're interested in hearing more, um, that'll be available next month on Bandcamp and also on cassette, uh, because that's all the best early music releases on cassette, (laughs) um, as we all know.